We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, through 10 weeks, the Indianapolis Colts have gotten a decent amount of players from the rookie class who have been contributors so far through the 2023 season. So with that being said, let's talk about some of these rookies here today. Let's get to it. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guys, Cody and Derek, back for another one, guys. Like I mentioned at the beginning of this video, we are talking Indianapolis Colts rookies today. We're talking about a decent number of guys who have played some significant roles for this team, whether it's due to some injuries, whether it's due to some other factors as well, of them some, some of them getting more snaps as of recent. Um, some players have dealt with some injuries. Some have been pretty consistent. So I'm really excited to talk about some of these rookies, Derek, because there's a good number of these guys that have played some roles for this team so far. So again, we got to talk about obviously the first guy, Anthony Richardson, you know, who the Colts took in the first round this year. Derek, it's really bittersweet because I think on one hand, you've seen what Anthony Richardson did in the games that he played, but the the issue was the fact that he just wasn't on the field a whole lot. He had some injuries. You know, he had the concussion, he had the knee in week one, and obviously had the shoulder that knocked him out for the year. But Derek, I guess the positive thing is he looked a lot more ahead of schedule when he was on the field than I think any of us anticipated for him. Yeah, and that's the the really great sign because, again, like you said, uh, no one had really high expectations for Anthony Richardson going into 2023. Some of us wondered if he – should have been the starter to start the year. Some of us thought he would just be sitting on the bench with a clipboard the whole time, right? But then, like, you are you watched probably, I'm going to say probably like nine quarters of football that Anthony Richardson played, and I think everyone with a brainstem knows that you're much more excited about seeing Anthony Richardson for the future than what you've seen in nine games with Gardner Minshew this year, you know, and that's, that's saying something because you saw, you saw, you just saw little elements of greatness in there. You saw a few elements that are like, huh, this could be really fun. If the, if the Colts know how to tap into this guy, I mean, this guy, this guy can be doing things that no one else in the NFL is doing right now. 
Uh, so it, it's been really awesome to see what Richardson had been able to do so far this year. Like you said, sucks that it's uh, coming to an end. But at the end of the day, you know, he had his surgery uh, a couple weeks ago. You know, he'll be back to throwing a football uh, probably in February or March. And then by time April, May comes around, you know, he'd be coming back around for some of these camps. And then obviously when you got uh, OTAs and then you got training camp coming around uh, after uh, having that successful surgery, they said that there's going to be no issues. So, I mean, it's good to know that he's never going to have that issue uh, lingering over him, which is really awesome. Uh, I mean, and there's been a lot of other quarterbacks that have had issues like this in the past that have had injuries to start off their career. And we've seen a lot of guys, you know, overcome that and get a lot better. If Anthony Richardson can do that, then yeah, I'm I'm really happy with what I've seen from Richardson and what he's going to do in 2024. And I wonder if you know now knowing what he knows, I wonder if there's going to be a different approach he takes this offseason to protecting himself, protecting his body, you know, just making himself you know more equipped maybe than he was as a rookie to take some of those hits, you know. And I know like different guys like they they train differently as they get along in their NFL careers and so I wonder if he'll kind of have something similar when it comes to the durability standpoint. The Colts will have something that they work with him once he's fully back from rehab where he can start like, you know, cuz it wasn't like he took all these massive hits and everything. Um but it was sometimes just kind of the routine stuff. So maybe there's something that can be done to keep him a little bit more durable back there and be able to take some of those hits. Then obviously, you know, sliding and things like that, like those things are, are so incredibly important for him to do and get accustomed to doing just protecting himself. Because we saw from some of the best quarterbacks in the league, the ways that they lasted as long as they did was they didn't take those hits. You know, they protected themselves. They slid when they needed to. And honestly, Derek, that's the reason why guys like Andrew Luck, you know, it, it was a little late, you know, when he started protecting himself. And the injuries piled up for him, and, and eventually he just couldn't take it anymore mentally. So um, he just needs to do that early and often and just really do that. And I have confidence that Shane Steichen and company will be able to help him do that. But, yeah, the flashes are great, but, again, they can't be flashes. They have to be consistent, and the way that they can do that for him is just more experience. So that's a big thing with Richardson. Let's move on to the Colts' second-round pick that, that they took here, Derek. They drafted a cornerback. So they took cornerback Julius Juju Brents out of Kansas State. A six foot three cornerback, Derek, and you know, didn't really play, didn't see a ton of action really until the Baltimore game. Then he came out and played extremely well and then played pretty good, had some moments, but he played really good, all things considered. He was on the field, and then unfortunately, he had the injury that sidelined him, and he's been out a couple weeks here. And hopefully, the Colts will get him back during the bye or after the bye, they'll get him back, he'll get fully healthy you know, and everything like that. But Derek, if he can get back and be healthy, he was playing at a pretty good level for a rookie. I think you feel good with the combination of size, speed, and now that he's kind of getting acclimated to the NFL. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because of uh, the fact that he wasn't, uh, he was a healthy scratch. I mean, there was like, they were at a point where they were just saying, he's not ready, he's not ready. And then sure enough, we saw, you know, what the backup, corner was doing and then it's trash and then they were like all right fine we'll start him and then sure enough he has like the best pff grade of any corner all week which is pretty funny to think about um in his first game has you know his first turnover and he really took over 
And he, he looked like a guy that, even though he was a rookie, I mean, you could just see how confident he is in his stature because, you know, being 6'2 and being, you know, 210 pounds and being a guy that, you know, can run those speeds, can keep up with any wide receiver out there and playing aggressive, you could just see how confident he is because he knows he has that athletic ability and that stature to be able to match the physicality he likes playing with. And that's why he's able to keep up with guys. And I think that that's something that he's really going to be good at going forward. Uh, like you said, he he's expected to be back this season. Uh, don't know exactly when. Uh, but like you said, he's been out for three games now. Uh, Hopefully we get him back after the bye. Uh, that would be great to get him back against Tampa Bay. I'm not 100% sure yet. But we will see Julius Brents back this year, I think. Uh, barring anything crazy happening but yeah it, it's been really awesome to see Brent's you know pick up and be able to get thrown in there and virtually with no training camp virtually and you know no OTAs no nothing and to just get thrown into the fire and he he's picked up like as if he's been here before so yeah that is true he didn't have any really training camp like you said he had a little bit but he didn't bit, have a yeah. ton um, he missed a good chunk of that. He missed all the spring. So to see him really playing as well as he's played, that's very encouraging for him because you just never know with, with rookies, especially at corner. Like sometimes it can be really good. It can be really bad. Like, I mean, we saw it, Derek, with, I mean, like Rocky Ascend. Like his first year, it was up, it was down. There was some good, there was some bad. Um, like That's just the life of, I think, of a rookie corner. And so to see the good outweigh the bad so far has been really encouraging. Hopefully he gets back here uh, relatively soon. Now moving on to the third pick the Colts had, their third-round pick, pick number 79, wide receiver Josh Downs out of North Carolina. Derek, I think we can all say at this point, Chris Ballard knocked this one out of the park. Josh Downs has been electric for the Colts. And he's played through some injuries, and he's still made some important plays for this team. So Josh Downs has played, um, you know, every game. I believe it's been every game he's played despite dealing with the knee that bothered him in college a little bit. And, Derek, when he's been fully healthy, I mean, he's been one of the best rookie receivers in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, he's been one of the best. I mean, he's been one of the best rookies uh, this year. I mean, just from a pure, you know, standpoint of productivity when he's on I mean it's been incredible to see uh where he's gone and you know everybody kind of looked uh at how he reacted to being drafted you know and uh we were seeing it and we said this kid's gonna be something and uh as the weeks have gone on I mean Downs has just gotten comfortable he's gotten comfortable he's gotten exactly where he wants to be uh he makes fantastic catches and always seems to be open. You know, it's just something about him. He's, it's like the T.Y. Hilton treatment, you know, like he just always seems to be open, you know, just one way or another. Um, and it's great to see him doing that. Uh, certainly hope that his knee injury that he's dealing with, certainly hope that there won't be any severe issues with that. Uh, good thing is, again, another uh, week to be able to rest that knee. But, uh, you know, going forward, I mean, Josh Downs 
looks like the dude uh, in the, in the inside and outside. And he has just been awesome. Can't say enough things about him. You and I talked with him in the off season, Cody. I mean, th- th- we, we knew this kid was going to be good and hopefully him and uh, Anthony Richardson are going to continue to light it up in the future. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I know the last two weeks with this the injury and the limited snap count, it's kind of taken down his projected total for the year. But Derek, before he really suffered that injury, you know, the, before the Carolina game, he was on pace for a thousand yards receiving. And that is the second most by a, that would be the second most by a rookie since Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison would be the only one that would have a better rookie receiving record in the Indianapolis Colts history. Josh Jones would be number two. That's crazy to me that he would do that. And uh, hopefully, like he said, he can get back and he can be virtually 100% so we can continue doing this. I mean, multiple games, Derek, where he just lit it up. You know, he had he's had multiple games over 70 yards. He's had two games over 90 yards, one game over 100 yards. And he's just continued. As he gets targets, he makes plays. You know, he just does. And so um, it's been great to see Josh Downs so far. Even doesn't matter who his quarterback is. He's out there making plays. So really excited for him in the future. He's only 22 years old. So got a lot of good things ahead of him. And I think he's a nice compliment on the inside and the slot. I think he's you could probably say he's one of the best slot receivers in the NFL right now with how good he's been. And I'm really excited to see him in the future with Anthony Richardson, Michael Pittman Jr., all those guys. I think they have a – you feel really good about those two guys for the future at the wide receiver for Indianapolis. So Josh Downs, great pick there by Chris Ballard. Like we'd probably all say out of all the picks so far, Josh Downs has been the best guy, um, probably because of his availability also, um, especially in the top three. All right, let's move on now, Derek, to a very interesting one. Round four, the Colts went offensive tackle, and they took Blake Freeland out of BYU, which I think is kind of interesting. Um, you know, he's actually played a lot more than I think any of us anticipated. You know, he played some left tackle when Bernard Ryman dealt with that concussion. And then when uh, the next couple of weeks, when Bernard Ryman came back and Braden Smith was dealing with the injury, multiple injuries, I should say, uh, he played right tackle, and there's been some ups, there's been some downs, but Derek, I would say Blake Freeland, he has actually held his own for the most part as a rookie. I mean, considering the fact that he's kind of been thrown around from left to right, and he's had to go against some some pass rushers, and again, he's had his struggles. He had to face some really good guys there, and it's been tough sledding for him. 
But I think this experience for Blake Freeland has been really, really valuable for him and kind of in that swing tackle role, you know? So you feel like if something would happen to these guys, you feel like you have a, a rookie that now kind of gets it and he understands it. He's just gaining confidence as a tackle. What have been your impressions so far of Blake Freeland as he's played and kind of filled in at the both, both the tackle spots so far? I do wonder if, you know, being thrown into the bad situations that he has, uh, you know, has kind of helped him with growing as much as he has. I mean, remember his first start was going up against Aaron Donald and that Rams defensive line, man. You couldn't possibly think of a worse situation to be put into if you're Blake Freeland uh, facing Miles Garrett, you know, facing Josh Allen, like three guys who, you know, two of them are going to be Hall of Famers one day. Like, I mean, just to think of that, you know, what he's going to be, what he had to go through and, you know, for the most part played relatively well. Um, I mean, Blake Freeland was not great by any stretch of the imagination, but was far from uh, being bad, you know? So I'm not, I'm with it. You know, I, I, like you said, Blake Freeland has played a lot more this year than what any of us could have predicted he would. But in hindsight of all things, Blake Freeland certainly deserves a lot of credit for being thrown into the fire, playing not only left tackle, but right tackle, you know, just having to be that swing tackle they drafted him to be. And for someone that's very raw, very new to the position and someone that's just not had a lot of experience doing it, uh, Overall, he's done his job. He he did it particularly well. We were able to win some games with him being on the field. So that's all that matters. Yeah, and we know how critical it can be. And it can make or break your football team if you have a decent swing tackle or not. I mean, gosh, Derek, we know from you know all the different guys, Sam Tevies of the world, you know, those different guys, Julian Davenport, like, you know, and also on the flip side, like Matt Pryor for the one year, you know, when he played really well. Like the importance of having a guy that can step in and play decent is so critical, especially at tackle. Cause I, I feel personally feel like Derek, finding a, a good swing tackle is one of the hardest things to do in the NFL. Finding a guy that can come off the bench and play semi-decent, that's difficult. So the fact the Colts were able to get a guy in Freeland, get him six games of experience as a starter, I think that's invaluable for him moving forward because you feel really good about your tackle tandem. Bernard Ryman has broken out this year. He's one of the best left tackles in the NFL. And Braden Smith's one of the best right tackles in the NFL. So you feel good about those two guys, and you also feel pretty good about your swing tackle in Blake Freeland. So I feel really good about that position in particular and feel like that's been a position in the past that you probably failed to address at times. Uh, but the reality is, Derek, that's the attrition of the NFL. Stuff happens, players get hurt, you need players to step up, and Blake Freeland played pretty decent, all things considered, as a rookie, considering some of the things and the situations he was thrown into. So definitely want to give him a shout-out as well. It's not been perfect, but he's had some moments where he's been like, all right, like he's been serviceable. All right, uh, let's move on now to the next pick for the Indianapolis Colts. They took... Aditamiwa Adebowari here in the net with their next pick here. And this is a very interesting one, Derek, because he hasn't played a whole lot to start the season. Didn't play a whole lot, but I feel like the last couple of weeks we've seen Tommy get more snaps, get more reps. He had his first sack of his NFL career two weeks ago against the Panthers. 
And he's kind of getting into that defensive line rotation a little bit more, um, you know, as opposed to how he was early on in the season. So what are your impressions been of Adetami Wah so far? Yeah, I mean, like you said, not been a lot to really discuss with Adetami Wah. You haven't really seen him get utilized in, you know, the ways that we kind of expected him to. Um, but he has definitely uh, made his presence known on special teams has made a couple of really great plays on special teams, even got his first sack against Carolina. So it's trending upward for Adetami Wah. Just need to wait for that opportunity to see him finally get more chances to play. Yep. Uh, one guy I want to mention before we talk about our final guy, Will Mallory. He's kind of been off and on the practice squad this year so far, but I feel like when he's gotten opportunities, Derek, when he's actually played, he made a couple nice catches. So I wanted to give him a shout out, but didn't really feel like it merited maybe a full conversation just because he's been kind of off and on um, there. But the last guy I really want to talk about, Derek, in this draft class has to be the Colts' seventh round pick, pick 221. Cornerback Jalen Jones out of Texas A&M with all the injuries and different crap with the cornerback position. Jalen Jones got an opportunity, Derek, um, especially with, you know, Dallas Flowers going down. And now obviously with Juju Brents has been down the last couple of weeks. Jalen Jones has really had a chance to play a lot more snaps. And he's been one of the better rookie corners in the NFL. He's played extremely well. And we knew, Derek, this was a guy that had a ton of experience playing in the SEC since he was a freshman, um, and he's got the athletic ability. Maybe he's not as quite as athletically gifted as a guy like Brents, but he's still a very athletic guy, and we know how good the Colts have been at finding these corners and these secondary players in those later rounds. And so it seems like Jalen Jones is just another guy, another find by Chris Ballard and company. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely – been really good to see Jalen Jones uh, step up again, thrown into the fire because we didn't, we didn't even know if Jalen Jones would even make the roster, let alone, you know, be a starter for a good chunk of this NFL season. Uh, just with how the season has gone for, you know, when it comes to the cornerback room, just getting decimated with injuries you know, but I mean, this is great for Jalen Jones because not only, I mean, not only are you playing and playing at an okay level, you know, you're, you're at a point where, I mean, all the reps he's getting right now is just putting him ahead of schedule uh, than what I think most Colts fans thought he would. Maybe what even more than what the Colts thought he would be. You know, I don't think the Colts presumed Jalen Jones was going to get a lot of snaps this year, not even close to what he's having to do, but because of these injuries and you know, as unfortunate as that sounds, at the same time, you know, you think about it and you say to yourself that, you know, sometimes that's great for guys who would otherwise never get to touch the field. And then they finally get to, and then they start taking advantage of the opportunities that they get. So really happy to see Jalen Jones out there, you know, playing hard and, you know, doing his best to try to keep things going on that side. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative 
global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yep, exactly. And for a seventh round pick, I mean, he's been extremely good. And I think you feel really good, Derek, about your cornerback room when they're all healthy. You have Juju Brents on one side, Jalen Jones on the other side, two young rookies. And you got Kenny Moore in the slot who's been playing extremely good football for you. And you're probably going to draft another guy and you get in, getting Dallas Flowers back next year. So, you know, I know some people ragged on the Colts and Chris Ballard for going young at corner. But right now, Derek, it's paying its dividends. It really is. These guys have played extremely well when they've given opportunities. And honestly, Derek, we're seeing now, Chris Ballard told us, the reason the Colts felt comfortable letting a guy like Darius Rush go, Jalen Jones. And we're seeing it. So definitely love to see Jalen Jones making some plays. I want to give him a shout-out. The latest steal of the draft, it, it, it seems, here for the Colts, one of their late-round gems that they've found. So love to see that from him. But guys, that'll do it for our look at the rookies who have played significant snaps here for the Indianapolis Colts. Obviously, the Colts took a ton of different players. A lot of them are on the injury uh, on IR um, right now. You know, different guys. And, and obviously, Darius Rush, the only guy not still on the active roster, or not still on the roster at some capacity. So yeah, guys, it, the rookies, like I said, they've played some, some significant roles for the Indianapolis Colts. I'm curious for you guys, for our listeners, uh, who's been your favorite rookie so far? Who's been your biggest surprise? Who's been your biggest disappointment as a rookie? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. If you are new to the channel and you haven't yet, or if you are you know, coming back to the channel and you haven't yet, be sure to hit that like button. Be sure to subscribe. Turn on the notification bell. All that stuff so you can stay up to date when we drop new content just like this. But other than that, that will do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really, really appreciate it. And as always, guys, go Colts. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.